Hey everybody, this is Steve Gibson. And I'm Sam Pro. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And today we're going to be speaking with Jeff Gibson from the James Allen Companies. Jeff, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. So, Sam, this week we are speaking to an individual that doesn't work for us. That That is right. It's, the first, it's the first time. It's, uh, what is this, life-changing, groundbreaking, uh, you know, epic? We, we could call it whatever we want to call it, 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 but it's pretty darn exciting. That's what I would say. Jeff, thank you for being here with us. I'm glad to be here with you folks. And, you know, I want to make sure that everyone knows that if I slip up, and I call him dad during the during the conversation. That's OK. Jeff is my father. To be completely transparent here, Jeff gave gave me life. He did not give birth to you. No, but he no, did I give had to change it. He did give me life. <laughs> I had to change it. He did not give birth as, as much as 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 it's twenty twenty one. He did not give me birth. He did not. And um, I am excited to talk with Jeff today because like we have we have had interactions in the past, um, you know, company to company. And I've learned a little bit about who you are, but we'd really like to hear from you first to kick off this recruiting tech through the years podcast. Who is the James Allen companies. Sure. I'm excited to once again to be here and certainly excited to answer that question. Uh, the James Allen companies started uh, 21 years ago. We've been in business for 21 years. And when we started, our focal point in the staffing industry was working with IT professionals uh, and then migrated over three years after we started into focusing entirely on the insurance industry, which is part of my uh, previous career. So we've been in the insurance piece of this uh, thing since uh, since about 2003 and have continued to specialize in the insurance side of the house. Now, if I go back to my beginning in the industry, it's 31 years ago, and you can imagine the technology changes that have happened in the last 31 years. That's my whole life. I'm 31 years old. You've been doing this as long as I have been alive. Sorry. That is amazing to me that, like, you know, you are you are, you know, dedicated to to this industry that you have. I mean, I, I, I haven't been like stuck on anything for like more than three years. Well, you've been alive. So that's good. That, that's I have years. been alive. So you've, done, you've done well there. Um, one thing I think it, it, I think is going to be important to kind of uh, pick up on. And, and as we go through this, the background of 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 what you've done in your career, Jeff, and some of the things that you've experienced, um, you know, obviously transitioning from what was it? Technology based staffing. Uh, originally? That is correct. Technology based all things IT for about uh, 12 years or so of my career, 12, 13 years of my of my staffing career. Uh, and then once again, the insurance piece, which is takes me way back to, to the beginning of my career where I was uh, an insurance producer for eight or nine years. Which I think is really interesting to begin with because there's so many of our clients and, and, and Jeff and the James Allen company are also one of our clients. Um, but uh, so many of our clients that come from specific industries that they now recruit within. And so you actually, you, as you mentioned, you spent several years within the insurance industry yourself. Right. It uh, it made sense after uh, having left a 
a uh, very strong IT recruiting firm that did a lot of perm placement or, you know, what we call permanent placement, not supposed to use that word, but, um, but also temporary staffing, having done both and having been with that firm and, and worked my way up the ranks with that organization. When that position came to an end and I started my own company back in uh, 2000, July of 2000, I started in IT, but then woke up one day and said, the world does not need another IT recruiter and uh, decided to migrate my previous skills in the insurance industry with recruiting. And so that's where this, this emerged from. Yeah. And that's great. And the, the concept of, and, and the aspect of being able to, to incorporate that skill set in the background that you have and bringing that all together to be able to provide that expertise to those prospective clients and candidates is, is, is a really a vital piece of, of the industry and a lot, what makes a lot of recruiting firms successful. So that's great that you've been able to do that. Now, the firm that you were with early in your career, they were a a much larger firm. That's still not a huge firm, but but obviously larger than than what you are now. So when you went and ventured off on your own, um, you know, what were some of the things and let's kind of bring this in from a technology perspective? What were some of the things that you experienced right off the bat that were different when managing your own, not only your own firm from a from a business perspective and all the things that go in every single day, but into also how to reach prospective clients and candidates through even the world of technology? Well, the business has changed immensely. I mean, we, we're going back pre predating anything, you know, such as LinkedIn didn't exist in uh, in 2000. I don't know exactly when they their inception was, but they didn't exist in in uh, 2000. Isn't that and such a weird thing to think of a world of recruiting without LinkedIn? Well, Dad, what's your what's your I'm going to bring and I'm going to call him Dad. But what's your favorite um, motto that you that you preach on a daily basis? Is it something about life after LinkedIn? Oh, well, there certainly will have to be life after LinkedIn. That's for certain, because like all like all technology, um, people become uh, numb to it. And uh, and and so, though it's still a very effective tool, it's certainly not our only tool by any stretch of the imagination. Right. So there was a, there was a time before LinkedIn and then there's going to be life after LinkedIn as well. And, and that's one of the things to bring up, too, as we go through some of these technology technology tech, tech, technological. There it is. This is not a good episode for you, Steve. Technological. Technological. Thank you. I'm going to say it multiple times and look in a mirror and say it. Uh, technological uh, advancements that have happened just in the in the workday world. The, the fundamentals of recruiting, have they changed a lot? Uh, the, the overall fundamentals have not changed. Technology in and of itself does not change the the necessity for uh, the human element of recruiting uh, can it help in terms of uh, you know maybe the ability to reach out to candidates and and have multiple ways to reach out to candidates absolutely but the skill set that it takes to take a um, from to go from uh, a, a search assignment to a completed search assignment still requires the same human skills and the abilities to work uh, with candidates and with clients in order to bring things together. Um, what we what we hope to do through technology is have access to hopefully more people um, more quickly so that we can uh, screen and sift and find folks that fit the particular positions that we're working on. So that's where the, the technology has been 
been very helpful. But in terms of, uh, of basic recruiting skills, I still go back through those basics and uh, go back through the training uh, of those basics quite often because that is I don't believe that will ever be replaced with technology. No, it, I, if anything, technology just complement and enhance what you what you do. You just give you more opportunities, what we always say, to have more conversations, which turn into more relationships, which then can turn into more placements. And and so being able to to utilize the things that are available to us today as recruiters, LinkedIn, of course, being one we talked about, um, applicant tracking systems and the way that we're able to to keep track of our data beyond file systems. I guess you were probably did you guys early on, did you have like I, I would assume you would have had file cabinets with resumes in them. Sure. Yes. The company I, that I spent most of my early career with had um, file systems where at the time every resume was reproduced in the format that they wanted them to be produced in. So if we were working with a candidate, that was one of the first things you had to do was take your resume to one of the administrative people and have them reformat the resume into the company's preferred format, which is really, in hindsight, is ridiculous. And quite frankly, when I started my own firm, I saw no reason to reformat every resume, <laughs> um, nor could I afford the staff to do so. But Sure, we had paper files. There was no way to store them uh, digitally at the time. Um, you know, we go back to the day of uh, not only were the printers dot matrix, but the screens, literally, you could see the dots on the orange and green screens that we used as part of the computer system. And then obviously the uh, the changes in uh, in uh, applicant tracking systems has has emerged immensely since you know way back in the in the you know early 1990s. So we're we're talking spreadsheets. We're, we're, I mean, file folders and a messy desk. Oh, absolutely. We uh, we kept everybody had their had their favorite candidates that the candidates that they owned, mm -hmm. per se, according to the rules of the company. Everybody had their own files in their in their desk of resumes that they were working on, candidates they were working on, client information. Um, and even when I started this company initially, I started uh, with a card file couple mm -hmm. card files. I had card files for prospective clients and card files for uh, prospective candidates. And I kept those with a follow-up system early on when we yeah. first started it, just because of the simplicity and uh, at the time, the need to do things inexpensively. But we've grown since then. Yeah, it's it's um, I, and I remember you having those because uh, like like many recruiters, you started that organization out of our home. And so I remember you going through those and, and seeing those on your desk. And it's funny that that, you know, so many so many recruiters um, have come from those roots and have have had to find ways to to progress and develop and, and change with the way that technology has changed. So, so when you started your own firm, you know, obviously as you come out of the, the that firm you worked with in the nineties, uh, internet really hadn't even existed or was used on a daily basis. And then email came around websites, all those things started popping up, uh, all social media platforms now and, and all the way we engage now. When did you first start to adapt uh, a website and, and email within your business? In my in my own business, if I understand your question, uh, we one of the first things I did when I, I decided to 
start my own recruiting firm was to get a hold of somebody who could help me build a website. So um, um, that was one of the first things we did. We had a website early on in the uh, history of the James Allen companies. Uh, obviously, since then, we've had multiple websites that have grown and developed and kept up with the technology. Um, even in, uh, you know, in July of 2000, when I started this company, people were still starting to to, to uh, go to the web. Yeah. And because they're going to the web, you want to be on the web. You understood the importance from the beginning that this is, it, it is just that it's an important tool that you're oh, going to need. Absolutely. You can't, you can't be without a, a website. No. And the, and the website needs to be as up to date as it possibly can be. And of course, technology has emerged dramatically. Our first website was, uh, was adequate, but I guess in hindsight for the time, it was fairly state of the art, but we've continued to, uh, to progress along with technology since that time. And, 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 continue to upgrade our website. We don't go very long without uh, a refresh. We don't go very long without updating it technology wise and sometimes completely rebuilding it if necessary. Yeah, I think the key with with this is, is when we look at technology and the way that it's incorporated into our firm. Uh, from a recruiting perspective, it, it's it's just important to take advantage of what's there for us. Uh, you know, you it's so many you, you've come from from uh, working within the industry. You would you you didn't need the website necessarily to 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 recruit as you started this business. You knew how to do it. You've already been doing it. You didn't need it. But it was a nice advantage, a nice asset to have as you started that firm to be able to have a presence, to be able to make an impression, to be able to engage with those prospective clients and candidates when you're calling them. And it was available for you. I think so many recruiters still are are hesitant to to take advantage of the the resources that are available to them because they've always done it a certain way. Um, I know that we have a funny story that when we, so dad brought myself, my brother and my sister on board to, to work with him in the James Allen companies. And, and, and dad, you may have a different version of this story. I'm going to tell it from, from Jeff's, our, our, my brother's perspective. Um, so dad and my, my mom, they went to Hawaii for the 25th anniversary and uh, as they were gone, they had a bunch of search assignments for different a sales team or sales reps with an organization within the insurance industry. And at, up until this point, we were a little bit hesitant to really engage from an email perspective, from a mass email. You engaged and, and communicated from email perspective, but it wasn't something you had fully adapted to, to reaching out on a, on a mass scale. And when you were gone... Jeff Gibson Jr., our, my brother, who's actually our founder of Recruiters Websites, him and my sister took it upon themselves and they they put together an email list and sent out multiple blasts of emails and made several placements coming from that, even the two-week period that you guys were gone. Do, do you remember that? I do. I do remember that uh, more than paid for the trip. That's, <laughs> right. so, and, that's and so, for and, sure. And now, I mean, I mean did that, from, from the way I remember it, did that open your eyes to, or at least change your point of view a little bit to, to the way that even email should be used? Well, I guess it did. Um, you know, once again, that I don't can't remember the exact date of that, but Certainly, uh, November 25th to, no, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember either. I, I, I don't, it wouldn't have been in November because I was married in October, but, um, yeah, anytime, you know, when you try technology, of course you have to be patient with technology because it doesn't always uh, get the instant results that we'd like to see. Um, but, 
um, when you're building your your reputation and your brand uh, and all the things that you're trying to do, uh, trying different things and exploring with those different things, not just trying them once, but trying them multiple times. In that particular case, we had we had quick a response and we were able to fill several positions while while I was gone and certainly since that time we've continued to grow obviously uh, I'm a believer in technology I started a technology company uh when um, when uh, my my son Jeff Jr uh, ventured out into um, developing recruiters' websites. That's where it all sprang from. And if I didn't have a a strong belief in technology and the in the use of it and the benefit of it, not you know in the recruiting world, then we wouldn't have done it. But here we are, um, having continued to grow and develop uh, in the industry in that in that regard as well. About to celebrate ten year anniversary. Right. Yeah. Of recruiters websites. Yeah. We're coming up on 10 years now, which is great. It was amazing. Um, and so, you know, th- and back to then kind of how that brings in taking advantage of the, of the resources that we have available to us within the industry. Um, you know, Jeff, how, how you, and I want to make this emphasis because I think it's important because it's, uh, because what technology does, no matter what size firm you are, it, it all of a sudden levels the playing field of the opportunity and possibilities to be able to be found and be visible and be able to get in front of the right prospective clients and candidates at any given time. And so, Ed Jeff, how, how large or right now, how many employees do you guys currently have with your firm? We just have three. Three. So you have yourself working a desk. You have an, another recruiter uh, works a full 360 desk. And then you have a, a research uh, and, and sourcer. That is correct. Okay. So. A three-person firm, folks, and this is just kind of for example of this, that that was able to take advantage of the resources that are available to them. Uh, they are active on their website. They are active in social media platforms. They work with email marketing campaigns, send out, new, send out newsletters, all the things that they do. And they're able to compete with these firms that are 30, 40, 50 associates within the industry. Um, you guys are able to come up in those results before... 90% of your competitors, uh, you're, are, you're seeing individuals and, and potential clients reach out to you guys on a weekly, if not daily basis to find out if you can help them. You know, 20 years ago, would you have ever imagined that, that you would have been in a position where a majority this year of your business development had come from people reaching out to you through your website? No, I would have, uh, would have told somebody that they had lost their mind if, they would have said to me that you're going to have uh, folks reaching out to you via your website, uh, making inquiries of what it is that we do or people actually calling us direct. We get a combination of various different ways in which people reach out to us. But um, and, and I certainly believe in continuing to market and, and do things like we've always done. But when you when you have people that have needs and there's tremendous demand in our particular industry, when you have people that have needs and they reach out to you directly and you can have meaningful conversations with them and in many cases, uh, uh, come to an agreement in regard to fees and so on and begin to, uh, to work, to fill those positions. That's a, that's a great thing. And, uh, we have to, there's only one way that that happens and that's, uh, you know, directly happens and that's through technology. Of course, we've had to fill jobs. We've had sure. to work hard and be successful and do good work. But, um, 
companies reaching out to us, uh, uh, much of that comes from them realizing they need an insurance recruiter. They do the research on the web. We pop up, they call us and we talk to them. And the follow-up after that is vital, right? you know, because if I get a lead and I sit on it for two weeks, of course, uh, they may very well have another recruiter they reached out to, but we try to work very diligently to be the first person to call them back. So there's typical sales skills and follow-up skills that have to be applied to, to everything that you do. But uh, the technology makes a lot of those opportunities possible that may not have been there. Uh, And then, of course, that correlates to placements and placements correlate to fees. Yeah. And and, again, that's where it goes back into it doesn't replace the fundamentals of of the recruiting business, which is very sales, uh, has a lot of foundations in sales to begin with. and, And the things that we do just every single day when we're having those conversations, we're following up, we're actually going out and still doing the research on the candidates and, and, and providing and, and, and our expertise on, on who's the right candidate and who's not and who should be submitted and who should not. And then working that 30 step process in between there of all the things that are outlined within from the initial phone call of that candidate all the way through offer through guarantee period, all the things that exist within that it, it, it technology doesn't, doesn't, doesn't replace that, but it just gives us more opportunity to be able to be visible and have more of those situations and conversations as we progress as a firm and, and being able to compete on the level that, uh, that a small firm has, you know, again, no, the people don't know the difference because the quality of service, the quality of candidates you guys provide is, are, are, uh, are on par, if not better than, than a lot of those larger competitors because of the expertise and the personal touch that's there. But they would never know that if they couldn't find you. Oh, that's true. That's that's part of it. You want to be seen and um, you want to be viewed as a much larger company than you are. And by using the, the right technology pieces, you can not only can you be viewed as a much larger company, but you can be viewed uh, having more than in our case, we only have one office, one location. But people call us thinking we have an office location right there in their back in their backyard. Once we're on the phone with them, we share with them what we do and how we do it and with that we work nationwide. They don't I, very seldom have I had a company say, well, you don't have an office in Boston, so we're not going to work with you. Most of the time, once we share with them our approach, then they go ahead and and uh, we work together, regardless of the fact that we're located in a small community in in uh, in Missouri. And I think that's that's a thing now that like we're so used to because uh, like in a in a post COVID world is, you know, we we work from everywhere um, and we work for everywhere, especially in this industry. Um, so many recruiters that like I work with as clients have, you know, expanded the amount of remote positions that they're looking for and they're filling those not just on the coasts, they're filling them in, you know, in those, I don't know, Midwest areas. Is that basically what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing how the, the industry is going to evolve into being just more mobile and in a lot of different ways, just work a day worlds going to be more mobile in the way that, that, that we all work from home in different locations. It doesn't really matter where you live. And so there's, a, there's a lot of, 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 of different opportunities and things that are going to exist as, as we continue to expand and continue to grow uh, within the industry. And, and that's, what's exciting to see, you know, to, to know what 
maybe next. We have no idea what kind of technology, what kind of social platform, what kind of resource is going to come our way. The key with it as from uh, as recruiters and as we all need to keep in mind is that we need to be able to and be willing to expand and grow and try it. And try try to be uh, open minded to how this could impact our business. There's so many great softwares right now. There's so many great opportunities beyond uh, what we traditionally have done, and, and things that we're doing right now that that could change and impact the way and the effectiveness of your firm and your business. And um, you know, as we go through different podcasts, I'm hoping to be able to go through and maybe even have some guests on the show from different applicant tracking systems or different softwares that, that are utilized and, and cater to the industry that, that make more, may allow for more effective communication in a, in a more streamlined ways. And because that's what it's all about. And, and there's that old saying that when we have, what is it? Luck. And, and Brian's going to cue up the music here again. I'm ho- I hope so. Like he did, like he did last week. He's so great at that. Because yeah. people say, oh, it's just luck, Jeff, that, that people found you. It's just luck that people came across your website. Well, okay. So, so luck is when, when opportunity meets preparation and those things come together and you're able to then be at the right place at the right time. It's not, it's not dumb luck. It's, it's because you were prepared and the opportunity presented itself. And that's what being uh, visible and being active through your website and through your social media and through all those things we talked about provides it provides you to be in the right place at the right time so that can impact your business and then also the lives and companies and organizations of those individuals that you're you're helping well sure and planning whether it be in the recruiting industry to to plan to to get ahead of the technology curve or anything else that we do in life if we don't plan we're not we're not going to we're not going to be prepared and so taking advantage of technology uh, and and looking forward to what it can do for us, uh, anything that uh, from from a business owner's perspective, anything that we can do uh, to to make sure that we stand out, um, because uh, if if I I can have a, the the best ability to recruit and be selective and and have the ability to present quality candidates, but if I'm never given that opportunity, it doesn't matter how good I am at the recruiting basics. I have to have opportunities. Getting a hold of people has never been more challenging. Talking, having meaningful conversations with voicemail, which is really our arch enemy. Uh, voicemail is a, is a great hindrance. And so um, we have to have other methods in addition, as we've already said multiple times now, the basics are there. We're never going to replace what we do as, as recruiters. But having a greater uh, opportunities and more opportunities to get to the right people, the decision makers, uh, and have those meaningful conversations so that we can sell our company and in turn go out and fill their jobs is of the utmost importance. And ta- capitalizing on technology to do that is is an absolute. So, Jeff, what do you see recruiting tools like? Where do you see them going? you know, in the future, you, you've seen them basically start from nothing and move up. Like, where do you see it continuing? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a, an interesting question because I mean, I think more of what we've already discussed, I think that, um, the, uh, the importance of, of having accessibility on the web is going to continue to be vital. That's one of the first things I look for. If I'm talking about any product or service, 
one of the first things I do is check the web. Uh, even if I know a name of a company, I'm going to check them out on the web and I'm going to look at that. And, and whether anybody wants to admit it or not, we judge companies by their web presence. And oh, yeah. so, you know, I mean, that's just a reality, isn't it? And I, I, I've looked up uh, various different companies and uh, products that I was interested in. And if the, if the website is not, you know, adequate or impressive, then I may have a tendency to, to steer towards a company whose website and web presence is, um, up to date, state of the art, so to speak. I continue to see that to, uh, to develop. I think that uh, the the use of ATSs and hopefully um, true, you know, I always say that artificial intelligence is nothing but artificial. Uh, and but yet there is an improvement in that arena, and where our expectations are that hopefully we can automate as much of the process as possible to save us time so we can get to more people and more candidates and more send outs and, and ultimately more placements. So I'm expecting continued growth there. I'm always looking for uh, um, improvement in ATSs because I, when I see a company falling behind in their technology, it concerns me. So we're always open to what else is out there and, and other methods and means that are technologically driven to help make our life uh, easier is, you know, as I just see that to continue to grow. I don't see it as as uh, you know, depleting or, or regressing at all, but I see it just the opposite, like anything else. Yeah. And I think that's something, um, something I do respect about you. I mean, there's a lot of respect about oh, you. Only one thing. Yeah. This, one, yeah. <laughs> this is this one particular thing is you, you don't shut down the new, you, you embrace it. You know, we, we put a new software out there that we're telling you about. We're like, Hey, look at this. All right, cool. Let me look at it. Um, you're, you're not someone who immediately says that's not how we've done it. So we're not going to look at that. You're very welcoming of new technologies, new tools, etc. Something I, I also do. And I, I like that about you. Well, I appreciate that. The and, sun uh, sniffles over here. Come no, on. Yeah. Sniffling. It was, it was a smirk. There's, there's, a smirk always, yes. there's always the natural resistance. We all have it. I have it. Um, but I've learned through experience that if I'm, if I'm using any kind of business wisdom whatsoever, and especially as you try different things and you see that they work, then you become less resistant to, uh, changes in technology. Uh, the way we've always done things, if we were to, to stay in that, that realm and that world, we'd, I guess we'd still be driving, uh, you know, uh, we'd still be riding horses, wouldn't we? Um, and that's great for a hobby, but it doesn't get much done in the way of, of being competitive. So, you know, um, technology and the advances that it brings, uh, and, and the way that it helps us stand out, and uh, separate us from the competition is really important. This is a very competitive industry. It's not for the weak hearted. It's not for those who are just looking to ride a positive wave uh, in the marketplace because they come and go. And I've been in 31 years, I've been through a whole lot of recessions and uh, had an opportunity to, to work through those times. But uh, if we can soften 
those the the if we can enhance the good times and soften the times that are not as as you know positive if we can soften those through technology and let us continue to be there because uh in in the times of of uh uh turmoil in the staffing industry a lot of recruiters leave the business my goal is to still continue to be there so uh, technology is going to be part of that i don't see how we're going to escape it nor do i want to one word teleportation Two words, off topic. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could impact recruiting pretty so. heavily. It's going to take out voicemails completely. They oh. just don't answer. You teleport there. Just hey show guy. up. Hey just, guy, why didn't you answer the phone? Just pop up in their office. I love it. I think, I think I'm going to get working on it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I've seen an episode of, watched an episode of Star Trek. The we can do this. Oh yeah. It'd be, it'd be easy. I think, I think we can figure it out. If William Shatner can go into space. You can do this. Problem is once you get there, you got to be quarantined and it's a whole thing. So it wouldn't be good. There's so many restrictions. I mean, space law. <laughs> space, space law is getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand. So. Anyway, <laughs> Sam, what are we talking about next week? You have, you have something here on our paper about, Introduce topic for next week. What is that? Next week, we're going to continue our topic on space law. Space, space law. <laughs> Recruiting in space. <laughs> no. Uh, so next week, we are going to... Um, ooh. We finished SEO, right? We said absolutely everything there is to say about SEO on the whole face of the earth. And then that was it. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. But did we say everything that exists in space about no. SEO? Oh, that's what the S is. Space. <laughs> Space B.O. Right. Right. <laughs> we'll have a topic for you. I promise. We, we will. She, she's stalling because she's trying to think of one, but we'll have one. It'll, it'll be OK. We'll, we'll be entertaining. I'm hoping that when we say space law, Ryan, uh, go back and add lasers. I want, I want to hear lasers. Pew, 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 pew. But Jeff, we really appreciate you taking some time. I know it, you're very busy and um, and it, but uh, we, we do appreciate you sitting down and giving us a little insights of the things that you've seen through the years and how that's changed for you and your business and how it's positively in, impacted your organization to be able to adapt and continue to evolve as technology does. Well, it's our pleasure to uh, have a chance to be here with you all and to you know, to talk about those things. Um you know, here I am sharing some of our secrets with with potential competitors, but um, there's plenty of room in the industry, plenty of opportunity for us all to grow and develop. And here we are uh, in the midst of one of the most unique, interesting times that I've ever been in. And all of us can say we've never seen a pandemic unless you're well over 100 years of age. But I can tell you this, that this is uh, with those three people we have on staff that Steve mentioned earlier, this is our best year ever. And uh, nice. I think uh, much of that has to do with being in the right place at the right time and having the technology in place to be able to capitalize on it. Yeah, I think awesome. so. That's great. Well, we appreciate everybody for tuning in and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week on uh, Distinctly Digital and uh, helping uh, everybody find out what makes them distinctly digital. Absolutely. In the meantime, you can find us on all the socials um, and you can subscribe to our newsletter as well. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah.